Welcome to The Kingdom is for Everyone. This is your host, Matthew Hester, and this is the place to discuss all things righteousness, peace, and joy. I want to take just a moment to thank our Hester Ministries monthly supporters. You help make this podcast a reality, and there's so many other things we're able to do um, around the world because of your financial support. If you'd like to get more information about how to become a partner with us here at Hester Ministries, go to our website, hesterministries.org partner to find out more. Uh, also, you can enjoy this podcast wherever you love to listen to podcasts. And with that in mind, please do like and share this podcast. Leave us a five-star review so that we can get in front of as many people as possible. Um, you know, maybe you don't want to commit to being a Hester Ministries supporter, but you want to be a podcast supporter. This is a podcast that you enjoy, that you've been listening to on a weekly basis for, for more than a year now. And you're like, hey, you know, this is a part of my routine, and so I'd like to commit and help. Uh, go to the homepage for this podcast. Go to anchor.fm slash the kingdom for everyone. That's the number four. You can find out information on how to become a podcast supporter. Uh, there are support levels as low as 99 cent a month. Uh, and then also, why? While you're there, do us a favor, click on that message tab, leave us a voice message or a question that we would love to feature on an upcoming episode of our podcast. Uh, here at The Kingdom is for Everyone, we want you to be more than an audience. We would love for you to be a participant. And so I I want to jump right into episode 61, and this uh, episode is going to be a break from what I, I had planned schedule-wise, and I just uh, believe that... Um, it's something that needs to be spoken about and talked into. And so at the recording of this episode, uh, we all uh, have been seeing the atrocities that are going on in Israel and with the invasion uh, of Hamas uh, and and from Gaza into Israel. And uh, it's... It's atrocious, uh, and so again, for just for posterity's sake, uh, at, at the recording of this episode, we're talking about events that transpired October seventh, twenty twenty-three, and uh, as as we're recording this episode, they're still still happening, still unfolding, and uh, certainly there there'll probably be a lot of additional things to to go on and information that will uh, be presented. So obviously, addressing it here at the onset. Uh, we're going to miss some details and things like that. That's okay. The, the purpose of this podcast is not to be a news source for what's going on. Uh, it's just to share some thoughts from my heart that I feel are very uh, pertinent and uh, that the church needs to ponder and consider um, with these events going on. So uh, I do want to say uh, at the onset that uh, this is horrible. It's terrible. There is no, there's no silver lining to conflict like this. Um, and um, for any of you that have been tracking with me for any um, number of, of weeks in the podcast, you're probably picking up on and, and perhaps can even predict a little bit of what I'm going to talk about here in our time together. Uh, the, the, I will tell you, first of all, what I will not do. I, this is not in any way going to be an episode about eschatology or the end of things, the end of time, because these events have nothing to do with that. Um, you know, unfortunately, anytime something happens with Israel, and not just Israel, let's be honest, in America, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll jump at just about anything. Um, you know, uh, the president we don't like is nominated. Um, you know, um, Amazon makes it to where you can scan your palm to buy stuff at the store. I mean, 
whatever. I mean, we'll, we'll pick whatever. It's all a sign of the end. It's all a sign of the Antichrist, whatever. Um, and so I guess in, in moments like this with, with the invasion of Israel, um, what I really uh, have a short, short amount of patience for is that the church, by and large, uh, because of bad theology, it fuels our bad eschatology, and uh, I've had to mute some people. I, I rarely uh, unfriend anyone, but just uh, give myself a break for the next 30 days because they're just, I've got a few friends. I can kind of predict what's going to be rolling out. Uh, these are signs, you know, uh, last days are unfolding right in front of us. And again, this is not the episode where we're going to jump into all that. Um, but what I'm just saying is... Um, yeah, these things are not a fulfillment of some future prophesied event scripturally. Uh, my uh, view and the view of the early church fathers and many, thank God, the uh, the group that is believing more in a victorious eschatology is growing by leaps and bounds. Um, that um, we we know if you go and you look at Daniel's Feast of 70 Weeks, Matthew 24, even the book of Revelation, um, you see that these are books that are talking more along the lines of the end of the age, not the end of the world. And so then we ask the question, what's the end of the age? That's the right question. We're talking about the end of the age of the law of Moses, the old covenant, and the dawning of the day of the Lord. And by the way, there's no end to that day. Uh, and so these things were actually historically fulfilled. Um, and, and again, I, that's not the purpose of this podcast, but that's to give us some perspective. This is not going to be an eschatological debate uh, whatsoever. Uh, this episode is going to be about the heart and nature of God. And so, you know what what we're what we're seeing right now unfold um, is 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 very um, educational, uh, and, and I don't want that to sound in any way um, detached from emotion. It's heartbreaking what's happening. Um, I actually posted uh, on social media uh, that um, kind of what we're seeing right now unfold is we're seeing the Warshak God on display. Uh, and that's the God that we make in our image, that we project our experiences onto him. And then it's interesting how that plays out. Uh, the more we worship the God that looks like us, he, he approves of what we approve of. Our enemies become his enemies. You've heard me talk about this on the podcast. Uh, our politics become his politics. Our prejudices become his prejudices. Even, even our favorite Bible translations and our favorite denominations. It's like, hell, those are also God's coincidence, right? Um, but uh, where we get our information about the character and nature of God is revealed through the person of Jesus. He is the exact image. He's the visible image of the invisible God. So he is all the information that we that we get, right? And uh, and he there's no end to that information, by the way. Uh, and so he shows us what the character and nature of God truly is. And so here we have right now two opposing parties. We have Israel, and, and again. Absolutely terrifying and horrible what has happened. Um, I, I in no way, I'm going on the record, I do not endorse Hamas. What they did was terrible. It's, it's, um, it's violence. It's, um, I would say, the fruit of a seared conscience. Um, again, depending on how involved you are in social media, it's hard not to even scroll before you start seeing things that will um, just make your stomach drop. Um, and so... Now Israel is retaliating, and um, and again we we can run that through our filter and say, well, they have every right to. 
uh, they've been attacked and life is being taken and now they are responding um, and and it's layered but to protect their people right and to protect their land and then we see the same type of collateral damage uh, and I am I, I would say that I'm pretty sure that the collateral damage on the Gaza side will actually end up being much greater, much worse, um, because, um, you know, essentially Gaza is like a developing nation compared to Israel. And so when Israel responds, um, it's going to be pretty horrific. And so so now we have the, the Western Church. So we're, we're watching this, and, you know, we can talk about how involved we are. But the pervading thought of the Western Church is we stand with Israel. And so I, I get that. Um, but then I also had this question, okay, when we say we stand with them, what exactly does that mean? Uh, are our enemies their enemies? Now, again, I, I just can't go into and speak to the political layers. That's not the point of this episode. I want to talk about the heart and nature of God layers. Okay, so as the church, when we say we stand with Israel, with what's happening, what do you believe in your heart is the response that comes from the character and nature of God? See, that's the question I'm trying to get at. Okay, again, what Hamas did, terrible, evil, violent, unconscionable, wrong. Israel, do they have a right to defend themselves? Sure. Does that make how they defend themselves, does that make it somehow something that God endorses or approves of? Oh, okay. Not necessarily, okay? Um, I, I personally don't believe that there's anything um, that we would call good violence. I don't. I don't believe that God is sitting in the heavenly saying, you know what, they had it coming to them, and, you know, this stinks, but this is the right thing. Uh, I do not believe there's such a thing as good violence. There is a thing, such a thing, however, as necessary violence. Um, doesn't make it good, and it doesn't mean that the necessary violence doesn't still break the heart of God. I believe God's heart breaks anytime, anytime there's a loss of any human life. And I know this is very difficult to perhaps to hear, and, and it's with some difficulty to say, but the God... His heart is broken for the victim who who is murdered, and it is broken for the victimizer that is murdered in retaliation. Uh, both are God's children. God loves them both. I mean, his heart is captivated. Uh, again, I put on social media, his heart is captivated by the seasoned soldier and the innocent infant. Um, and so his heart breaks nonstop, you know, and... Um, and so the, I guess that's the point that I'm trying to lean into. Um, Hamas and, and, and what's happening, this, this uh, attack, this antagonism against Israel, um, they're, they're really doing this in the name of the God of their making. Uh, and and uh, he approves of it because after all they've they've suffered and they have they have their all the things all the all the the complaints the track record of how uh, they've been oppressed by Israel and then on Israel's side um, loss of life tragic horrific and then that desire to respond and not not only in kind but even harder than than you're attacked because, you know, you hope to stop and prevent a future attack. So my question is, 
while Hamas is attacking Israel, uh, according to the God of their own image, uh, Israel is now um, defending itself and attacking Gaza and those surrounding areas uh, based on the image of the God of their own making. Um, listen, the the God of Israel um, can only be the God of Christianity if it's the God who looks like Jesus. Uh, if it's that veiled Old Testament God that we're actually told that uh, the nation of Israel caught glimpses of, some of the Old Testament prophets said even the leaders of Israel didn't even know God, well, then that's not the God we're talking about, okay? We're talking about the God who is Jesus. And so a lot of our Israeli uh, friends and family, uh, they disagree with us that Jesus is God. Uh, and actually... Uh, there, there's, there's some hatred there against Christianity. Now, 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 how do we respond? Well, uh, we respond to hate with love. That is the standard of the kingdom. Um, we, we respond to adversity uh, with prayer and and seeking the face of God and figuring out how to wash the feet of those that seek to destroy us. And I know that that sounds so incredibly difficult, and it is. There, there's a reason that followers of the way uh, had such a reputation, at least in the uh, emerging fledgling church. Um, and so we veered from that. Now we we do things of our own strength. We do things out of our own might and our own righteous indignation. But man, the, the more and more I'm at this, the more I'm realizing, well, that's just not the God that Jesus reveals. Uh, so it's difficult all the way around. It really is. Um, but I... I pray that you will join me in praying, uh, not only for Israel, but also for uh, Gaza and, and for the, the warring parties on both sides, the innocents lost on both sides, God's heart breaking over and over again as he's bearing the sin of the people involved. I mean, it's, can you imagine God is right there in the middle of war? Not, not waging war. Um, he's like a heavenly medic there in the moment, bringing peace and comfort in only ways that he can. And I do believe uh, there are moments of divine intervention, moments of, uh, and, you know, we'll hear stories of this come out as, as the, it all begins to unfold. But, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm in an emotional place because I, I look at my own children and I, I think often I, oh Lord, I long for the day where we learn war no more. Uh, and, and, and how do we get there? You know, I, I am, I know I'm kind of old school, uh, on this point, but I'm still pro local church. I'm still pro the body of Christ. And, and I, and I really do feel like the, the body of Christ is, if you will, the governing body of, of global affairs. And, and I don't mean church and state. I'm not talking about political persuasion. I'm talking about true power, what, how the kingdom is manifest, uh, it's through righteousness, peace, and joy, and it's through other-centered, co-suffering, agape love. Um, I, I want my kids to grow up in a future where love love has won, and, uh, and we know that it wins. It's already won through Jesus, but then to see it practically demonstrated 
throughout humanity. And, and, and that's what it's going to take. You know, at some point, it's going to take love that is taken advantage of. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to look like uh, I, I saw in Revelation 5, I saw as if it were a lamb who was slain. And, and that's what, you know, the, the elders cried out, hey, Jesus is worthy. The lion of the tribe, he's worthy to break the seals. And John beholds him as a lamb. I mean, that's what the church has been missing for so long. We, we have joined the world with our own systems of tearing each other apart and tearing other nations to pieces and, and, um, and warring against those that disagree with us. And then we wonder why the situation around us continues to escalate. It's because we have not utilized what Jesus has delivered to us that is absolutely the most effective, the most effective tool we have in our toolbox is to love other-centered, co-suffering, to, to weep with those who weep, mourn with those who mourn, you know, in the midst of our all, you know, of, of, of the shock that we felt over the weekend and the images that have been coming out and, and, and more certainly will be coming out. Do, do you allow it to break your heart um, or, or is your default judgment? Oh, you know, well, those, those people deserve to be destroyed for what they did. Um, and then can you say that with such confidence that you're, you're pretty sure Jesus would say such a thing? And if so, then it's time for us all to reevaluate the image. Uh, are we worshiping the God that looks like us or the God that looks like Jesus? And so, um, yeah, that's just, that's just what I have on my heart today. This was unplanned to talk about this for this episode and, and, uh, but yeah, please uh, reach out to us. If you have some questions, I would love some dialogue on this. Um, if, if you're willing to step up to that, uh, but yeah, we've got to do better church. We really do. And we've got to stop gaslighting moments like this. Like it's, it's almost like with bad eschatology, this stuff happens and there's almost this sound of, Hey guys, I told you the end's almost near. And it's almost like if we're not careful, there's this joyful tone almost, or this implication at the very least. Hey, things are about to wrap up, guys. We knew this would be coming. And I'm like, is why are we doing that? I mean, how emotionally detached and insensitive can we be? Really? I I think I I think I know where Jesus would be right in the middle of this conflict. Like I said, he'd be a he'd be a heavenly medic right there on the ground, not choosing sides. He wouldn't have a flag wrapped around his arm. No, he would be running to the place of every wound, helping whoever he could help, praying, crying out for mercy, uh, just like he did on the cross, crying out for for reconciliation. Wow. So anyway, that's uh, what's been heavy on my heart. And um, Lord, Lord, have mercy. Lord, just uh, let us realize your grace renewed every morning. Let us have an encounter with Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace. We, we forget that so easily. The heart of God is so much about peace. It's one of his names. And man, we are so eager for war. And, uh, and, you know, we, we learned from David. David's trying to build a house for God, and God tells him, you can't build me a house. You have shed much blood in my sight. 
you can't build a house for me. My house can only be built by a man of peace. And so Solomon can do that. You, you are disqualified. And uh, so here we are. If we're not careful, man, we're wanting to, to engage in and do the exact same things that would disqualify us as well. So let's lead with peace. It's one-third the kingdom of God, righteousness, peace, and joy. Let's figure out how to release it and manifest it right here in such moments as this. This is where the kingdom means the most. Guys, we've got to get it right. We've got to do better. And um, let's just pray. Let's pray for Israel. Let's pray for Iran and, and, and Gaza. Let's pray that, that God touches hearts in only the way that he can and that the church stands up uh, like, like we see in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, that we stand up and we declare peace. To be a peacemaker is not as romantic as it sounds. It's, it's one who stands up between two opposing parties and brokers peace. Lord, allow the church to come to that table once again. Um, we have no enemies because he has no enemies. You can't make me pick a side because as soon as I pick a side, I have to, I have to posture myself as an enemy. And again, that's not the character or nature of God, as is revealed to the person of Jesus. You can't make God be your enemy, no matter how hard you try. Good luck. Oh, Lord, help us. Okay, well, um, we'll stop there. I could keep going, uh, but... Um, and we may revisit this as things continue to unfold. I just want to encourage you. What is our posture? Well, we just press into the heart and nature of God, and he reveals it to us while we're in the way. Um, and it looks like a crucified Christ on the cross. Um, it looks like those that co-suffer with those who are suffering. And we, we refuse to turn away. We refuse to be desensitized. No, I will weep with you in the moment. I will hurt with you in the moment. That's... Um, to me, that is Christ-like. Um, so yeah, um, just want to remind you as we wrap up, check out our website, hesterministries.org. We still have some travel coming up for the remainder of 2023. Uh, we'd love to see you. There's also product available. Uh, go to presenttruthacademy.org. We're halfway through our brand new primary study track, The God Who Looks Like Jesus. You can get involved with that at any time. We'd love to have you on board. Uh, if you want to just explore more thoughts about what I've just shared the last few minutes, uh, we do 10 weeks on this, The God Who Looks Like Jesus. Please just want to remind you to like this podcast, share it, leave us a five-star review so that we can get in front of as many people as possible. All right, God bless you. Thanks for letting us be a part of your Tuesdays or whenever you listen to this podcast weekly. Uh, it means more to us than we can articulate. All right, God bless you. Have an amazing week. Let's continue to pray and have our hearts broken of the things that break the heart of God. All right, let's sign off here the way that we do here at The Kingdom is for Everyone. If the kingdom isn't for everyone, well, then it's not for anyone. God bless you. 